0: welcome to the permission granted podcast hi i'm your host angel and on today's episode we're going to get into having a purpose having a vision and executing i recorded this on the heels of losing one of my social sisters to her battle with breast cancer little did i know the next day we would lose our family matriarch my beloved grandmother so without further delay let's get started I stand here, walking and reflecting. I'm at the water. There's a beautiful municipal park here in the town of Quantico, and I'm reflecting on life, living life, and resetting myself to make sure I put energy into things that deserve the energy. Last Friday night, I lost a, a dear, a dear friend. She was someone I didn't know long. We were always in the same places. One of the eight trips I took to Minneapolis or some friends celebration around the country to include um, Kentucky. And she had lost her battle with cancer. And it, it really um, just got me back into my mindset of, of living life. You know I have a favorite artist and one of the songs that really helped me transition past the pain of losing another very special person to me was a song called live life and in it one of the one of the lines goes one of the verses go you act like you want to make it but deep down you know you fake it you need to step outside your comfort zone live life how many times have you come across people who aren't living their best life they aren't living their optimum life they're just existing when you should be not just alive, but you should live so you can thrive. And it's not just a catchphrase. It's not just a cute hashtag. It's a mantra. You know, um, in the throes and the depths of my despair three years ago uh, to the day, really, June, June 8th, but the tragedy happened on June 7th. I didn't find out about it until June 8th. It was just dark and painful and, you know, more so it just illuminated and uh, magnified the pain of losing so many others. Just prior to that, I had lost a few years before my mother, my brother, my dad, my friends, loved ones. I mean, I was just burying people at a cyclic rate. And I couldn't stop being shocked by it. It, it. The pain just because it happened before didn't make it any less. And then when this thing happened, quite tragically and unexpectedly, I knew that my normal coping mechanism just wasn't gonna work. My body was on the verge of just giving out because it's just so much, but so much stress the body can handle. And I made a decision to, to live optimally and not, when it was right, the best timing, or whatever, I had found found comfort in my creativity around my photography, and I would just take my camera out, put my headphones on to my music, and just go, and even though I was out in the world, I didn't really want to deal with the world. I didn't want to be talking to anyone. As a matter of fact, I had developed an anxiety with even speaking to anyone because I was just finding talking to people and hearing what they had to say exhausting you know they mean well when they are trying to give comfort by saying God wouldn't put things on you that you can't handle um it's going to be all right and this too will pass and I always be like in my mind just shut the fuck up you don't get to tell me how I should feel you don't get to tell me how I should react you are not me And I matter to me. So what I had to do was ensure that I had a group of people in my tribe who understood that. And sometimes just being there is enough. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to do anything. But just be there. And you you do notice. I do notice when people don't answer the phone. They don't answer your texts or calls. They say they're going to be there and they aren't. And I literally just saw somebody today. Today. Today, who actually called me and shared with me the untimely death of my loved one. And he literally put his head down like he didn't see me. And I'm like, you know what? After dealing with calling and not really getting an answer back, I had made the decision a couple years ago to pull away like I'm done. And when I saw him, he looked away. I looked away. And it was just a constant reminder that people do come in your life for a season and those who are are meant to stay for the long haul will be there and those who aren't won't. And I'm good with it. I made a conscious decision to surround myself with people who their hearts were open and they were a different energy that I wasn't used to being around and it forced me to get out of my comfort zone and open up. Because I couldn't survive being closed off like I was accustomed to, and just marching on and putting my best foot forward—that is a recipe for isolation, depression, anxiety, and ultimately feeling like you're all alone in the world. Um, and luckily, I had a benevolent force wash over me that 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 really lifted me out and gave me my wings and allowed me to get out in the world and. We all have a soundtrack, and I am super, 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 super thankful that I I met songs that that spoke to where I was in life then and where I continue to be now. It's in that critical 30 days that I took a leave of absence from work. I worked on healing myself. I put my team in place. I saw my grief counselor, who was my therapist. She always has a standing appointment for me i i started doing i got back into my yoga practice i took hot yoga for the first time i had always wanted to and just never made time for it and it was just amazing i i went out on nature walks and i got out of the house and breathed fresh air i don't care how hot it was i sweated and uh, ultimately i just decided you know what it's time for me to, to stop waiting and planning and plotting for the best time I decided that I really needed to be in a job that was going to fulfill me. And I decided to pursue my photography full time. I resigned from my job at the end of the year. I enrolled in photography school, packed my stuff up, and I drove out to my beloved California, to L.A., and I spent two, term, two a whole year there, which were two terms, And I will be back. It's just a matter of getting some things in place here for the family and living life. You know, um, make decisions to to be comfortable. I'm back in a bridge job, and that's what I call it. It is not permanent. It is a bridge job. And I have had to get back in the saddle of sharing my energy in a space I don't want to be in but I also bask in the comfort of knowing I don't have financial issues, which I don't, I'm super comfortable like I used to be, and that's the trade-off for now. Even if it's short-term, it's worth it. You know, if it's a little more long-term than anticipated, that's fine too, because my whole family benefits from it, and I don't have to worry. So, hashtag live life, hashtag live the life you love, hashtag have clarity and you will thrive instead of just existing in this thing we call life because it it does go fast and it is really really critical at this stage to not waste a second on doing something you don't want to do have a purpose have a vision and then execute well my loves this concludes our episode did anything resonate with you do you have something that you're passionate about on the fence about pursuing well on this podcast permissions granted to go ahead and thrive be sure to like and share with your friends and hop on over to www.angelchestnut.com forward slash blog where you can find all of our latest blog posts and subscribe to our newsletter we're also on social media where you can follow us at angel chestnut studio we are on facebook and instagram thank you for listening